What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Let's Address This podcast. I'm so happy you guys decided to come back and listen to me go on and on about improvements that needs to be made into our lives. My bad. If you heard that, I hit um, my stand. But today, I wanted to get into, seriously, dive deep into, I always talk about, you know, this podcast is about bettering ourselves um but I never really you know got too deep into what I mean by that and I'm just gonna share with you guys like what some of the things that pushed me to start my movement in becoming the process and becoming a better person and transitioning into the woman I want to become I'm not there yet, but I'm still transitioning and I'm still working towards being the woman that I really want to see myself as. So with that being said, um, if you are in like a a dark place right now where you're sad, uh, you're close to going into a depressive episode or anything like that, you, you know, a lot of times I we a lot of times I notice for myself, I'm going to say. I always say we because I do uh, analyze a few people. Guys, I am just like that, like my friends and family members, to see like what they go through and what uh, triggers their emotions, such as the sadness. And it comes down to a lot of the times it comes down to us being truly unhappy with ourselves that's the easiest way I can put it because my situation I was looking to feel like some type of emptiness and the easiest way for me to feel my emptiness I was feeling was to talk to someone new was to like get involved with someone I didn't really know and then cause all these issues and in this in the relationship Cause all these different issues so I wouldn't get bored because I was bored with my life and I wasn't doing anything with my life and my life was so stationary and I was so unhappy that I couldn't bring joy to someone else. And I thought like, oh, you know, if I date, if I meet someone else and that will make me happier. And it did for uh, a second, literally a second. It made me happy for a second and then... You get all these problems because the person's like, okay, like, I'm bringing this. This is who I am. And when I say, like, I know everyone has a different definition of what bringing something to the table is. But, and that's that's for you. That's going to be your preference. What you desire someone to bring to you to the table. What do you bring to the table? It's always going to be different for each person. So when someone normally says, like, what do you bring to the table? We don't ever have an explanation for that. We just say, well, what do you bring to the table? What can you give me? Like, what can you do for my life? 
which is true. But a lot of times I feel like people associate that with money where it's like, you know, financial stability. And for me, bringing something to the table is more. Who are you? You know, what can I explore, explore about you? What new things can you teach me you're bringing to the table that's going to improve who I am as a person as I grow? That's me like wanting something brought to the table. So I was expecting like going into these situations and stuff and talking to people like, oh, I'm just going to talk to someone new because that's going to that's going to fulfill me. That's going to give me some type of. um, That's going to please me. That's going to give me pleasure. Just, you know, jumping into someone else's world and seeing how they they are living and how much they enjoy what they do. But I began to find out it was kind of it was so one sided that the person people that when it's like that, people don't really want to deal with you because they're like, okay, I'm bringing all this stuff to the table. Tell me about you. And then you have nothing. You're like, well, I'm not that interesting. Or uh, you make something up like that or whatever it may be. Or you're into the basic things where it's like not to be this person, but you're like your mindset is just like, oh, I don't bring anything to the table, but I have sex or I don't bring anything to the table. But, you know, if you talk to another person, like I can fight. It's like kind of like that mentality where you don't bring anything, but you want somebody in your life. And I realized that after I got my heart, like after I got my feelings really hurt and I started analyzing myself and really digging deep like okay what is the root of this why do I feel like this why because me and this person had a connection but I wasn't I wasn't giving him anything in return and he wasn't stimulating and giving anything back to me in return so it was like these two people have a connection but they're not doing anything for each other so now it's just a disaster like it was just absolute it was a very toxic situation to be in and the reason this is my standpoint on um you know diving deep and looking at yourself looking at the things that you do and why you do them so that after dealing with this person and we went our separate ways I got really upset and I was like why am I like questioning myself I'm like what is it about me what did I do wrong like I don't understand Am I not this? Am I not that? And then I started really realizing, yes, it's me because I'm not where I want to be and where I see myself. So my confidence in myself is not where it should be because I'm not doing anything to please me. I'm doing everything to please this person, but I'm not moving anywhere in the directions that I really want to be. Like I envision myself having this nice, beautiful house where I have this art room and there's just paint splattered all in this art room and I can just create. And it's just a wonderful environment where it was organized. But at the same time, it was it was just disorder as well. And it was just perfect, like the perfect art room for me. And then I had the perfect kitchen. And I'm just envisioning these things like years ago. And I'm like, man, I want that. I want to have that nice home where I come in and it's just peaceful. Like I walk in and I can just anything from outside doesn't even matter. 
I wanted that. And I would always have dreams like that. Like, oh, I want a nice kitchen so I can cook all the time. <laughs> or I want this art room so bad. Like, those were my things. But then I would get distracted by meeting other people because I'm like, okay, this is how I'm going to find myself. I'm going to find myself through someone else. Um, if you think like that, listen up. That is not, that is, that's just a disaster waiting to happen. You're going to hurt yourself. Listen up for real. You're going to end up getting hurt every time. If you think that you can find yourself in someone else, you might have similarities with someone You might like the same things, but just because you like the same thing as someone does not mean that's your calling and that's your path you need to walk. We are all drawn to certain things from a certain person. Like for me, when I'm attracted to a guy, of course, confidence is key, but I love my nerdy men. And he doesn't have to be like extremely smart, nerdy like in he has like little geek tendencies of loving video games or he spends his time reading comics or something like that like I think it's adorable I'm just drawn to it and I'm not even really I'm not a big I'm not a video gamer I'm not a um huge on comic books I'm not like die hard fan of these things I know a little bit here and there about these things but if you put a nerdy, geeky guy in front of me and I'm just like, oh, yes, he's perfect. Like, I don't know why. But that that's just going to show you, like, you might not even be into the same things like they are, but you're sitting there thinking that they can just get you into it. And sometimes they can. They can pull you in and, you know, you'll learn a lot more about it. But You're relying on a person to find yourself. And that's where I'm getting at. You're relying on them to show you who you are. And they can't. No one can show you who you are because no one knows how you truly think. And that is the reality of it. The easiest way for us to obtain happiness is when we get involved with another person. Whether it's you know, just having them physically there and um, having a platonic, uh, platonic, uh, sorry, platonic relationship or being intimate, friends with benefits, whatever it is, it brings that slight joy. And this is how a lot of people get in situationships because they're like, in that mentality, and I'm going to talk about myself because I was like this. I had just got out of a long-term relationship. This was my first serious relationship and first for a lot of things. I was like going after this guy maybe five years, six years. We were, I, I was just, I wanted him. He was perfect little dork. He was tall. He was sweet. He was so polite and I love, I love gentlemen. I love polite men. And he was like, he was my perfect little nerd and he was so book smart. And I felt like I could learn so much from him because at that time, and this is another thing too, sometimes I didn't feel smart. 
So I was like, oh, if I'm around someone that's smarter than me, they'll teach me how to be, you know, smarter. They'll give me not like I'll learn from them. I'll become I'll you know, I have knowledge because of them. So I'll be more knowledgeable because of them. Sorry. And oh, my gosh, it didn't work out like that. I was in the relationship and he was great. Everything. He was so good to me. And. I was so unhappy. And I'm like, why am I so unhappy? This is the man that I wanted. I finally got the man that I wanted. Why am I so unhappy? Next thing you know, I started thinking and thinking. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? What do I have for myself? I was in a bad place. I had gotten sick. I wasn't working. So, you know, if anybody that's ever been sick for like, months or even a month um you know how how depressing it can get because you can't do anything and you feel like you're you're wasting your life away and by the time that you're and you have enough energy and you're you're not sick anymore you're lost because you're like okay where do I start I'm feel like I'm too old to do this it's like you start speaking down sorry I'm like guys I just burped I'm sorry <laughs> but um you start speaking down on yourself because you're looking at yourself like, where where do I go? Like, I haven't made any progress in my life. And then you become, you like, that's when you start rushing. And the worst thing that you can do is start rushing towards or to anything. That's like the worst thing. Like the people who just got to get out of a bad relationship and they instantly go talk to someone else and sleep with them and whatever and just trying to hide and mask those hurt feelings and stuff, it never turns out good, ever. And that's a, it's a reason why, because you're rushing. You have to take time to adjust, plan, and really clear your head. Get your mind together. The pain will pass. I don't, I don't under, like, ugh, okay, I'm speaking too fast. Let me slow down. When it comes to pain, it's an, a natural emotion. When you fight your natural emotions, it destroys your body. When you are constantly being hurt and you don't want to seem like that soft guy or girl, um... You're going to mask it. You're going to hide it. You're going to do everything in your power to make sure your the your peers, um, family, whoever it may be, no one knows that you're going through something. But why do we do this? Why do we feel like we have to pretend? Because that's what's being sold into the world. Don't use your emotions if you show that you are upset that this person got to you. It makes you a weak person. It makes you look like they won, you know, like, oh, they got over on you. They played you. So now you feel stupid. So opposed to showing the actual reaction like, yes, this person hurt my feelings and I'm going to cry it out. We sit there and harvest everything and we. We And when I say harvest, like, you know, when you collect from a harvest, you can have bad plants. 
It's not always good plants. So you sitting there collecting and holding on to everything and not throwing out the bad things. Guess what? That's what our body is doing. We have to when we harvest, we have to be able to um, destroy and dispose of the bad crops. Why would we keep that? We can't do anything in it. We're not feeding it. We can't feed ourselves with that. And if we do, we get sick. That's exactly what happens to our bodies when we sit up there and keep those emotions bottled up. Sadness is natural, is a natural way to heal us. Physical pain, when you get a scrape or whatever, a cut or whatever, our body heals it. How do you heal hurt when it's an emotion? Well, you cry. You let it out. You know, that is the way. We don't have tears for no reason. We have tears for a reason. We have that emotion for a reason. I was in such a bad place at a time. And throughout this whole process of me healing, and I'm still healing from things, I had to tell myself, cry. Go cry because I was holding on to everything. I was like, no, if I cry, then this person wins. Then this person knows that they got the best of me. This person knows that they almost destroyed me. And that's probably what they want. They want to know that they hurt me so bad that um, I'm almost destroyed. Like I almost cannot manage. They want to know that. They want to make, you know, they – and. I feel like more people think like that, like someone's going to take pride in the fact that they hurt you. Like, yes, I hurt that person. I feel great. A lot of times people don't feel good about hurting someone. They actually feel bad, you know. And some people will be like, well, I don't want them to feel bad. I don't want to show it. Skip them. Like, seriously, forget them for a moment and think about you. This is a part of your healing. You let those emotions out. And I'm not saying like you go out in public if you are at work and you start crying on the line or, you know, crying in front of your peers, crying in the office. Like, don't do that. <laughs> like, don't do that. Like, but be in private and let yourself cry. It was times that I was at work and um, I had to go to the bathroom and just cry because I couldn't. I couldn't express it any other way. And I had to just wipe my tears and go back out there. And, you know, I felt better after letting it out. And I think I cried. I cried so many times in that one day when I first started letting my my emotions go and just letting it all flow out. I think I cried about six times. I had a little more strength to keep going. And I pushed myself to constantly keep doing that. And then as I cried, I'd go out and read a scripture or two. I'll go out on YouTube. I'll listen to some YouTube videos and um, sermons going on. And I would just uplift myself. And I would go, you know, it's okay. It's okay to feel. It is okay to feel. Embrace that, those feelings. If you look at uh, a lot of our, like, grandparents, especially in the black community, 
a lot of our grandparents and especially our men, our grandfathers, they, if you look at them, not all, but a lot of them turn to drugs and alcohol. Well, I, I don't want to even say that. I'm sorry. People I know, I'll say that. They turn to drugs and alcohol because as a man, the only requirements wasn't your mental health. You were just supposed to bring home the money. No matter about how you felt, anything. If you were going through something, you didn't talk about it. Because you were supposed to, eat, you pr- you were supposed to protect your household and just make sure you have a household to come and they can eat. That was you being a man. So I can only imagine uh, how mentally damaging that was to not even be able to speak to your wife about what's going on with you because you would be looked at as less of a man. And in return, those your those uh, parents raised their children and now the children have issues because they're seeing how dad is holding his emotions and standing like this and not telling anyone. So naturally, they're not going to do that because they never received that. And then, you know, it's just, you know, it's, it's a lot of variables to that. But that's just one of the things I, I've witnessed in my life, like seeing happen. So I believe that expressing and using your emotions helps you when I started doing this my stomach issues I had really bad stomach issues to the point I was seeking medical attention for it I had uh so much going on I felt like I had GERD I didn't know if I had IBS I didn't I was like do I have a gluten allergy it was so bad I kept like diagnosing and going to my doctor and be like, look, it's this, it's that, it's something, acid reflux, anything. But it all turned out to be caused by my emotions that I would suppress and bottle up and not speak about or I would just pretend like I was fine. I would just be like, oh, well, you know, another day. And sometimes you get so good at pretending you don't even realize that you're hurting. And I reached that point in my life where I was like, I didn't even realize I was hurting until something bigger hurt me. And then I would like ball, like I would just crash. And then I would have these tense pains where I couldn't eat at all. So I would just, I was just miserable physically and mentally because I refused to heal that's literally what it is you you refusing to heal I don't have like a drug or anything I don't and I'm not this is not bragging because you know you're gonna do what you want to do and there's nothing wrong with uh you know your choices what works for you works for you but it's just these things I notice they just suppress alcohol suppress uh, marijuana suppress. I mean, it has other great side effects that I've listened to or heard about, but 
a lot of people use it to deal with sadness, um, depression. So I feel like I'm, I'm saying it. I feel like that you guys shouldn't rely on marijuana to make you happy. Don't rely on that stuff because it, it's always going to be a period in your life where you're going to be upset. And if you constantly just suppress it with marijuana, guess what? You're not healing yourself. You're suppressing it. It's still there. It's, it's still right there in front of you. And as soon as that high wears off, you're going to go back to feeling whatever you were feeling because you never took the time to fix yourself. And for the people that actually take the time to fix themselves and smoke and whatever, do okay, good for you, and I'm happy. Like, we're not talking about you. I'm not talking about you guys. Like I said, do what you want to do. This is for people that use it for, you know, to uh, for relief of their feelings and emotions instead of dealing with them. Oh, gosh. <laughs> like, I'm ranting on, but... Seriously, these are the things that really helped me so far on my process. Another thing was like me slowly discovering myself again. Like I knew that I know I'm a creative um, and I love art of all forms. I'm a pretty darn good model, if I may say so myself. I used to dabble in modeling, but I was never serious about it. And I started getting myself more out there. And since I've been doing it, I realized how much I really love it. So now I'm trying to push myself. I'm pushing myself, not trying. I'm pushing myself to become even more involved in the modeling world. And that's been bringing me a lot of happiness because it's something for me. Like, as, like I said before, when I was, like, talking to people and meeting people, it was like, wow, they're, they know where they're going. They have their ideas of what they want to be. And then I would gravitate towards them because I'm like, oh, well, they can show me who I want to be. And that's not how it works. <laughs> like, a person can give you an idea and they can show you all they want their life but if you're not doing anything like making putting action towards the things you want to do or even try because a lot of times this is how I found like the things that I want to do <laughs> I tried them oh my gosh it doesn't that seem like the littlest thing I tried them that's how I found out so I took time to really discover who I want to become and who, how I want to get there. I'm like, oh, I'll be this <laughs> great model who also like can still keep her life private. But I would be a, a great model. I will walk runway. I will travel to Paris. So I'm like giving myself all these ideas and I'm like, oh, I'm going to have the house I always wanted. And I can create and I can be the artist I always wanted. I like art. I love art. So I started figuring out like, you know, as a person that loves art, I wasn't doing anything 
that in my life that was full of art and creating. That's what it really was. I'm a, I say a creator, a creator. Like I like to create. I like art. I love it. I love when people express themselves on paper. I love it or express themselves through the body. It's beautiful to me through their clothes, whatever, creating like that's beautiful to me. That's where I wanted to be a part of. And I, I wanted to like, I think I touched base on this already. I can't remember because I recorded so many recordings and I'm always like, oh, which one will I pick? So I don't know. But <laughs> um, that's where I was like giving the examples. I gave some examples of like some different careers and, you know, getting involved in your interests because something could be like, oh, you like to you love cars like my dad loves cars. Um, He did some racing and everything a little bit. But if he would have stuck to being like staying around racers and um cars and building, I'm pretty sure he could have had a career doing something in that field with cars and stuff, whether he was working on, could have been working on um, building cars or whatever the case may be. But sometimes we get so caught up in everything else going on around us, we feel like we can't make time to get to know ourselves. We'd rather go get to know another person and then steal their identity. And just be like, oh, you know, yep. And that's where, like I said, that's that whole balance of bringing something to the table where it's like, I feel empty, but I see that your table is strong and sturdy. So I'm just going to pull up a seat and see what I can be fed here. And that's literally what's happening. We're eating up all of your food, all of this person's food on the table, but... We're not making anything to put on the table. We're just literally consuming. And then when we were like, why doesn't this person want me? They're like, I'm giving you all of this stuff. And what have you given me to take from? And it's not always like that because you can be a person that gives here and there, a little bit here and there. But if you're not comfortable with who you are and not where you want to be and see yourself or you're not growing to the person you want to be you have nothing to bring to that table and the things that you do bring to the table are minuscule I'm sorry to break it to you but this is reality I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat like oh you know you're doing the the bare minimum for your own life and you know that bare minimum is enough no it's not enough if you truly want to be happy you will cut out the toxins in your life, which includes your behavior. And you will truly focus on you, just like you would focus on someone else you're, you're interested in. Take that same focus where you want to you're so curious and you want to get to know this person so bad because you're so attracted to them. Take that curiosity and reverse it on yourself. Say, hmm, I'm a good looking person. You know what? I want to be attracted to me. <laughs> you know, sounds a little conceited. But I want to be more attracted to me. And literally look at yourself like that. 
what makes me more attractive? What do I find attractive in me? And that's what you need to search for in yourself. Like, okay, me, like I said, I brought this up earlier. I felt dumb. So I would seek out nerdy guys to make me feel like, you know, because I felt like they would be able to help me and I would be smarter just because I'm around them and they could teach me things here and there. When I tell you like half the things they told me, I don't even remember because I wasn't I wasn't trying to like I wasn't doing it for myself like that. It was little step like, oh, I'm just going to take what you whatever you give me instead of seeking it fully myself grabbing some more books to read studying I might not be in school at that time at that time I might not be in school but I could have done things to gain knowledge more knowledge but I didn't I thought it would be easier and better to get that from a person and our views the same things that I care about he probably wouldn't care about at all so I really wasn't learning the things that I felt I really needed to, to make me a better person. Um, I am going on and on and on, y'all. I'm sorry, I'm rambling. But, you know, I really want to stress that when you're starting out on your journey, and if you're listening to this, you clearly want to be happy. It starts with you. Let's start with you drop all of it I mean if you got kids and stuff don't drop your kids like take care of your family but take that focus and get to know you get to know you you're interested in something go explore it because if you go out there and explore it that could be a whole new opportunity that you wouldn't even think of and you might love something else that came out of your interest. Don't be afraid to fail. That's a lot of people's problem, too. We're afraid to fail. We're afraid to look foolish and stupid in front of our peers because we don't want anybody to tell us or, or laugh at us or make jokes. Who cares? Everybody's going to laugh at something about you. That's life. If you think you're going to walk around here and not get teased... <laughs> know what to tell you because um delusion land looking like it's all you there's no way someone's always gonna say something about you does not matter get over it stop letting it get to you because what hurts more their words that they're saying or the fact that you're still stationary you're still in the same spot crying my life is not where I want it to be. And I was dealt a crappy hand and boo, boo, hoo, hoo, whatever, whatever the case may be. Everything's so sad. When, when you have these tools in front of you, sitting right in front of you that you could use and you won't because you're in your own head. And if it's not, you know, you telling yourself you can't do something, it's what you think someone else is thinking, what you think the world is thinking. My biggest thing with my not putting my episodes out for my podcast, I kept saying, oh, I heard how I sound. I kept breathing heavy. Oh, my gosh, it's this. It's that. It's everything. I'm not I'm not sounding 
um, smart enough. I'm not using big enough words. I'm just, uh, uh, everything's just horrible. And I'm like getting in my head and I'm just saying these things. And I'm like, what the heck am I doing? I had to just breathe. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> collect yourself. We're not doing this anymore. So I, I, I was like, oh, I'm going to just record something, put it out there. And then that's going to be the start of it. Since I don't want to pick one of these things that I planned out, I'm going to force myself. And if it comes out sloppy and messy and I get talked about, guess what? That's a boot in my butt to step it up, like do better, learn from this. Don't be afraid to learn from your mistakes. If someone comes and says, hey, that's not true in your podcast or, you know, I don't agree with this or whatever the case may be. And they make valid points. Don't shut them up. I mean, not even more. I'm just speaking for myself. And if they were to, you know, on my podcast, make comments like that, I'm not going to shut them out. I'm going to listen because I want to learn. I want to advance. It's, I feel like that's when we stop and we start hiding from education. That's when we start dying. Because we're not trying to live towards anything. We're bored. And the only thing else you can do is what? Have sex, make babies. That's how you feel. Because that brings you pleasure. And I, it was times where I can see in certain people's eyes where they like, they legit feel like that's all they are. It's just sex. And and. They don't want to feel like that, but they're like, what do I have to offer? I don't bring anything to the table. And that's so untrue. It's so untrue. You, Everyone has something to bring to the table. It's just you haven't accessed it. <laughs> you haven't accessed it yet. Accessed. Accessed it yet. Oh, my gosh. That's all it is. So first thing in our healing journey is to analyze yourself, find what you're interested in, explore it, stick with it. That is a big one. Stick with it. Once you start exploring it, stick with it. Even if it gets like, oh, I don't know, you know, I like it, but I don't know about it, blah, blah, blah. Stick with it. Because as soon as you turn away from it, if you don't have another interest that you're into and you turn away from this one, you're going to be back where you were before. Feeling like you felt before. I know like people that are in, de uh, in their depressive episodes, they might hear this and they might be like motivated for the moment. But um, push yourself. You have to push yourself. I know I was stuck in that place where I didn't want to push myself because I was like, what's the use? And your body is so heavy and tired. Push yourself. And in the end, it's not going to take a day. You're not going to just be like, oh, I'm magically better in a day. This is a process. This is a journey. And if you read any book, the best parts of the book involves the journey. Not the beginning, not the end. The journey itself is what piques our interest. So 
guys, I'm about to wrap this up. I've been talking for so long. We're reaching our time of 40. So, yeah. All right, guys. Um, Betterment. We're moving towards betterment. Hey, you know. So, I'm <laughs> so. happy you guys decided to stay and listen to me go on and on about this podcast but I would also like to bring up guys how I'm actually this podcast is actually reaching your ears so guys if you're interested in maybe talking that talk starting your own podcast or or whatever something like that um I use anchor guys to upload my podcast to you so you can hear me you are all your lovely ears hearing me and um so far it's been great i have all these different editing tools that's where you can find music for your podcast um they distribute your podcast for you so if, if you know i'm on spotify you know all those different things that's how you're hearing me because I went through Anchor. Um, and the best thing about Anchor, guys, is completely free. And you can get paid off of your podcast. So if you're interested in starting your own podcast, this is a perfect way to start. They have everything at your fingertips. You can record from your phone or your computer, whichever you want you want to do. And it's super easy to connect with different people. If they're, like, um, far away or whatever, you can call and, you know, link like that and record a podcast like that. So, guys, if you really are interested in it, I, like, I'm using it. I love it so far. Anchor. So, you can download the app, Anchor, or you can go to the website, anchor.fm. All right, guys. I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.